Hello everyone and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo eSports podcast. This is episode 20 for the week of May 15th, 2018. My name is Josh, aka JK Fire, and today I am joined by the one, the only, who is wearing a half sweatshirt, half regular long sleeve shirt. We can't determine the actual name for it. Will, aka Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I am swell. Yeah, what is going on with this thing? It's like... It's thin enough to be a t-shirt. Yes. It's got long sleeves. Yep. But it's got a hood. It does. So we're, we're rolling with it. I'm going to I'm calling it a sweater or sweatshirt. I'm going to yeah. call it a sweatshirt. And it's even got the front pouch. It does. So yeah. It does. It looks good on you. Thanks. You're welcome. It. You're welcome. You look snazzy as always. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you as always. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, this is episode 20 of HCS Pro Talk. If you don't already know, we do a little bit of rambling at the beginning of every episode because, you know, what else would it be? Will and I haven't talked to each other all day, uh, and we miss each other. So sure. so we just like to, <laughs> we like to shoot this shit for a second. I don't know where I'm going with this. Okay, Will. Yes. Let's get into the actual show. What do we always start it off with? Of course. We start with... Rostermania! That's right. It's Rostermania. The only thing we have um, is from North America coming out of the Pro Battle League. And it looks like the Dallas Stampede finally has most of their roster together. So we have um, Bohm, Flash, Dynamics, Spinks, Thrust, Ninjutsu, and Just Improve on that roster. And that's going to do it for your roster mania for this week. <laughs> um, we, t- we already talked about the Europa Halo Champions League. Uh, their roster lock has already been in place, Yep. so we already talked about the changes that happened there, and like we said, as soon as more spots get filled out in this Pro Battle League, we'll be talking more and more about that, so you don't need to worry about that, but based off the uh, the PBL Halo Twitter, shout out to you as well, um, this is where I get most of this information from when, when he retweets the information out, I put it in the notes, we're good to go. Will. Yeah. It's time for the best segment in the entire show every single week. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Will's Adventures Within the Haloverse. Yeah. And when I came over, you were playing Halo 2. Yeah, I was in the middle of it. So, uh, went a little bit farther in, um, got a few missions done. Uh, Master Chief has fallen into the lake and was taken by some weird arm thingies. Oh, the Gravemind. Sure. Yeah, that's Gravemind. Gravemind? Okay. Yeah. You'll see more of them later. Awesome. Yeah. And then I played a little bit as Arbiter. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm at. Are you watching the cutscenes in the original format or the blur format? Like the remastered? The remastered. Okay. Format. Okay. Which blur Studios did the remastered cutscenes. That's that's why I said that. Understood. I'm sorry. That was Understood. stupid of me to say. But... And you're enjoying them, I take it, then? Yeah, they're great. Okay. They, they are fucking phenomenal. They are phenom- phenomenal. Jeez, awesome. If I can speak. What was the mission you were on when I came over? It said uh, Delta Halo? I no, think that's, no, oh, no. I'm farther than that. It was... Oh, jeez. I can't even remember the name of the, the mission. But at least now you know that you can destroy the Sentinel, the Sentinel pod sh- things yeah, pods. to make them so they don't come out anymore. Yeah, that was... Uh... That helps a lot. Yes, <laughs> it does help a lot because they can become overwhelming quickly. I've uh, I realized that very quickly. Oh my god! <laughs> so thanks for that uh, little bit of info there. Hey, no problem. Good job doing your homework when uh when I would got here. 
you know, I, I get it done when I can get it done. Hey, right? I, I don't blame you. I, w- I wasn't giving you shit. I was I was admired by it. <laughs> really, that that's where it came from. It came from a place in my heart. All right. Yes. Thank you. As I just tapped my hand on my shirt and noticed I'm wearing your fucking... My tie uh, bar. Yeah, your tie bar. For no reason. For literally no reason. Yeah, he does not, doesn't even have a tie on. No, I don't. Because fuck that. I don't need a tie on. I look f- fly as fuck, boy. All right. <laughs> Moving on to the news. To the news! Okay, we're good to continue. Yeah. See, Will's going to put in a soundbite. It, it's the it's the introduction of a new soundbite we're going to be including for the news segment. So I wanted to give him a couple seconds to edit that out. So you guys have heard it. And next week, we'll have another soundbite to put at the end of the news segment when I actually find it. But I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope I didn't have anybody check their phones because I know people have it as their notification <laughs> sound on their phones. So you'll appreciate that. But yes, this is the news. First and foremost, this came out right as we were recording last week's episode will yes so josh uh i'm gonna always mispronounce his name i think it's is it menke or menka or Mankey? i don't fucking know i'm sorry josh if i mispronounce your name you can hit me if you want i get it i'm a bad guy but i'm gonna say this may 7th matchmaking feedback up update this was posted by zadenfell over on HaloWaypoint.com, links to this along with everything else we talk about are going to be in the show notes. Um, I'm just going to... Wait, hold on. Fuck, I didn't see how long this news article was. Um, Oh, it's a long one. You know what? We're not on point today. We're not on point today, but that's okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of blanket statement this. We'll, we'll yeah, say. Yeah. First off, it talks about MMR, which stands for Matchmaking Rating. Okay. It's a term that was coined long ago at a different studio when we first introduced the idea of having a separate, more accurate back-end rating that persisted season to season. Ideally, it is the best prediction of how well a player will perform in their very next match so that we can match-make them correctly regardless of how we eventually rank them. In Halo 5, we also use it for driving our ranking system, which will be explained more under the CSR below. Also in Halo 5, we just replaced the original MMR system with True Skill 2 which is record-breakingly better at predicting player performance than the old system was. This is a raw number we use on the back end to drive both matchmaking and ranking systems. Cool? We keep it separate from the number we rank you on in Halo 5 under the philosophy that MMR is our best prediction of your performance, whereas rank should be what actually happened and a measure of it um, of if you can improve, you deserve your MMR. The older MMR system was less accurate, so we required a lot of matches to get your rank to what your MMR predicted it should be. We did this by artificially initializing ranks below the MMR after placement. So in other words, old system bad, new system good. Regardless of what people rant online about. Sure. Okay. CSR. This stands for competitive skill rating. This is the visible measure you receive that indicates your current skill level. You see this as bronze, silver, gold, platinum, diamond, and onyx, with champ just being the top onyx players. Okay. It is initialized after 10 placement matches using the MMR you had at the end of those placement matches. It then goes up when you win and down when you lose, based on the difficulty of each match. In the past, we also have subtracted 100 and way in the past 200 off your MMR when we initialize it as a CSR in order to encourage players to prove they deserve their true CSR. CSR initialization used to come from our older MMR system, but with the True Skill 2 update, now comes from an MMR created by True Skill 2 instead. 
This MMR is much more accurate and needs very few games to assess a player's skill. Therefore, it is less important to enforce proving you deserve the MMR, but probably still psychologically useful. In addition, CSR updates after a match have always been computed by comparing your current CSR to the MMR, not CSR, of everyone else in the match. This ensures that CSR converges on your actual performance and isn't stagnated by 50-50 matchmaking. With the new update, the CSR versus MMR comp compilations are more accurate than ever. Players still must win to go up, but will still go down when they lose, but the amounts will better reflect each player's actual abilities than in the past. So again, old system bad, new system good. Okay? I said I wasn't going to read the whole thing, but I think this is actually pretty important, especially when we get into the, um, the main topic of today's show being the HCS settings update that we got, okay? So, I apologize this is a little bit longer of a read. You can check out the article if you want to as well. But, again, this is pretty important. Ranking system updated. As we announced and as many of you have seen, we have rolled out True Skill 2 into ranked play. It is now being used for both matchmaking and ranking. It directly decides placement and then indirectly biases the CSR updating from match to match. This means placements may end up quite different than in the past because it's a new system with new opinions about how good each of you are. It is also a more correct system, so even if you get a different rank than you expected, that rank is based on a system that is better at predicting winners. See more below, and we'll get to that. Also, while True Skill 2 by far prefers players who win, it also incorporates kill and death information as well as quitting behavior. This means even if you lose, it's possible that your MMR will go up. So, you can lose even most of your placement matches and still get a good rank if you had much worse teammates and still played well. That's cool. Once you are placed, you can't gain CSR for losing. You can have your MMR go up. If this happens, you will get that back over time as CSR when you, start, when you next start winning. It will also mean you will lose less CSR on your losses because if your MMR is higher, the CSR update assumes you were more responsible for the win and less for the loss. Likewise, MMR can go down if you perform poorly compared to the rest of the players on your team or in your party, resulting in eventual CSR losses. So, if you do well, things are better. If you do worse, things are worse. Okay? Again, I'm blanket statement here, so bear with me. This also means that it will be hard to get carried or boosted to a higher rank. True Skill 2 will likely give you better teammates the better rank, while giving you one closer to what your actual performance was. While this may hurt some egos, it will overall create a more, a more fair experience for everyone. It means when you aren't playing with your better friends, you don't find yourself in overly difficult matches, and you also don't misrepresent yourself to those players who play against you. I love how we included that um, it might hurt some egos. <laughs> because clearly, based off the Twitter conversations that are being seen, it definitely hurts some people's feelings. And I'm not going to link to them because I don't want to spread hate around here. But you can go ahead and easily find them on Twitter if you're interested in seeing how people are quite upset over what is happening. All right. Let's see here. A couple more pieces of this article and then we'll move on. Usual negative one, usual minus 100 and 1700 restrictions removed for this season. Normally, we place players 100 CSR back from where their MMR would place them after placement. We also usually restrict the max possible CSR to, to 1700 to force champs to grind and earn their final ranks. All of this is artificial, however, and often results in CSR underestimating a player's actual skill. 
This season, with the rollout of True Skill 2, we have removed this, restric this restriction. This means a champ level player can place directly into 20, uh, uh, like an example, 2400 CSR right out of placement. So if you're a champ and you're actually a champ level player, you will be placed into champ. You don't have to be placed in Onyx and work your way up. You're just right then and there. Okay. This helps us to stress test the ranks a lot faster than waiting for players to grind it out, especially given not all players will take the time to do that. We have heard feedback that this makes it feel a lot less of these ranks have, haven't been earned. We do empathize with this feedback because it aligns with our original reasons for enforcing the grind in the first place. We will highly likely re-enable the restrictions in the next season. So kind of think of this as a testing period, I guess you could say. True Skill 2 is here to stay. That's not a testing thing. That's here to stay. But this removal of restrictions on CSR, I would consider a test period at this point. Okay. That said, the current ranks are still appropriate. True Skill 2 does not need 10 matches to assess a player's abilities, unlike the older system. This means we don't really need the artificial grind as much anymore. Part of the season we had, it was uh, part of the reason we had it was because we knew the older system couldn't be precise enough in only 10 games, and the grind would ensure only the best really got there. True Skill 2 doesn't have this drawback. Every one of these players have turned in worthy performances over the course of their placement matches, and any one of them could be example champ players. But again, we agree that it should feel more earned from a design point of view and will likely reinstate the previous restrictions. Okay? And let's see here. I'm, I'm going to read this one, like, kind of frequently asked questions deal, and then we'll move on. There's other questions as well. You can check those out in the article. I was Onyx for the last three systems, but now I'm Diamond. The short answer is the new system is right and the old one was wrong all along. The new system doesn't know at all what the old system said about you in previous seasons. It looks at the same exact data, all of your previous matches, and makes its own judgment about your skill. Some of you will find yourselves with higher ranks than before, some lower. The new ranks are more accurate though, see below for more on that. Okay? People are upset that they're getting placed lower than they have in previous seasons, because apparently the old system was wrong. There you go. Quit being upset about it. Move on. Play better. You're really going to be that upset. Okay, that's going to do it for that news article. Again, I apologize. It was long-winded. You can go ahead and read it yourself. There's other questions in there, too. Next up, some tournament information coming at you hot. We have the eSports... The eSports? The eSports? The eSports Open Tour Chattanooga Open Halo 5 Guardians event, which happens this weekend, May 18th through the 20th in Chattanooga, Tennessee. What are you smiling about, Will? You even wrote it wrong on the notes. It's E-P-S-O-R-T-S. Did I really? Oh, fuck, dude. Oh, my God. This shows you how much fuck I'm out of it today. My God. It's all good. But you know what? I wrote these notes yesterday during Mother's Day. And so I was spending time with family. You know yeah, how it is. No. I didn't have all the time in the world to take See, notes for the show. I wasn't going to say anything, but then you asked why I was smirking and that yeah. you, I, I had to. Well, because so. I look across the table. And I see you just fucking looking at your monitor. It's like, hey, Josh is a dumbass. It'd be like, what the fuck's he smirking about? It'd be like, oh, I am a dumbass. Okay, back to the esports open tour Chattanooga event. Again, this weekend, May 18th through the 20th in the Thunderdome. That's what it says on the on the actual event page, which <laughs> is pretty awesome. fucking cool. Hell yeah. Um, let's see here. I believe pa you can still purchase passes right now. Um so go ahead and take a look at that. It takes place all weekend from Friday, May 18th to Sunday, May 20th. You can go ahead and check that out. 
Um, and yeah, I'll include a link to it. You can check out the rules, the frequently asked questions, all that fun stuff. But it's good to see another event taking place. So good on you guys. Next up, we have the MCC Insider Flight 1 recap. I was part of this. I know Duststorm from Potacular was a part of this. Excuse me. <clears throat> I know that Haas was a part of this. I know Dun a lot of other people were a part of this, okay? This is posted by Sketch, May 8th, HaloWaypoint.com. So, I didn't see how long this article was either. But, let's just, let's just get into the, the main point of this. More than 14,000 total matchmaking attempts over the course of the three official playtest sessions took place. Matchmaking success rates significantly exceeded Flight 1 goals, and time to match results were significantly faster than our Flight 1 goals. The vast majority of players were into matches in less than 38 seconds. Now again, I'm gonna... This is with caution. Like, this isn't breaking NDA or anything. I'm just gonna say this. Everybody knew it was one playlist. Everybody knew... Everybody was being funneled into that one playlist. Everybody knew it was a separate build of the game that came with a separate launcher, so you aren't launching it from directly within MCC itself. And everybody knew that there were only, like, what, three or four different maps being played on as well? So, I would expect matchmaking times to be drastically low. Yeah. If they weren't, I would have a major problem. But the fact that they were quick... I think it was based on all the factors there. I don't think it was based off of, oh, the changes that they've made. Now, granted, they were pretty fucking quick. Okay? They were so quick that you couldn't see the... the You were barely able to see the names of the people on the other team before the match started. That's how quick they were. So, good on you guys. But I don't want people to think that things are fixed because they're not really yet. They're in the process of being fixed, but they're not fixed yet. Okay? Moving on. They had a survey, um, and of course, I took the survey as well, and a lot of the questions were, did you notice a lot of problems that you had before an MCC take place in this test flight, yes or no, um, or like, how would you rate them, either like really good or really bad, did you experience bugs, did you experience lagouts? did you experience blah, 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 and apparently based off all their answers, it looks like they had a lot better results than previously. So that's good. Um, let's see. Do I want to go through? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, people found that the new UI looked really good, which it did. The new UI looked great. I'm hoping that, uh, well, I, I can't wait for this patch to come out for MCC because the new UI looks fucking incredible. Um, they did talk about how a lot of people experience lag and frame rate issues. Yes. I, a lot. I think I said, I said about a fourth of the games that I played were so bad. Rubber banding was the whole time. Shots were inconsistent. And it, it was it was crazy. It was crazy. But like three-fourths of the matches that I played were just smooth experiences all around. Um, and then, of course, people want more maps and more game modes included in the next test flight. So hopefully they actually do that. Get more people in there as well. That'd be nice to see. So... I guess we'll give a... I know this isn't the shout-out segment, but they included in here. I'll say, top five players with the most matches played. We have Fish Man. It's it's Fish MVN, but I'm going to call him Fish Man. 209 matches. Fuck, dude. That's crazy. Wow. Um, Nitsu... Wait. Nitsu Dustin? Sure. 165. Friction Just, 154. Halo Pro, 134. And Vengeful Vadim... 
or Vengeful Vadam. I don't know. Uh, 132. So, congratulations, guys, for playing a shit ton of Halo during those three days. I played during two out of the three testing days because I had other stuff going on during the last one, if I'm not mistaken, but whatever. And then they talk about how the next flight is coming soon. Um, and let's see here. I'm going to read what we have here. The team is continuing to make progress on the overall MCC update, now working on Milestone 6 for those keeping score, and they're starting to prepare for flight number 2. We're still locking in the finer details and specifics, but here's a quick snapshot of some of the current thinking. High level goal. Test dedicated server deployment and ongoing stability work. Participants. Overall flight population will be increased, specifics to be determined, but looking at around two times the first pool. Yes, participants from the first flight will will continue to roll into subsequent flight rings. Fuck yeah. I was hoping I'd be able to continue this. Um, metrics. Dedicated server performance, time to match, match success, number of errors, and content. Based on your feedback, we intend to mix things up next flight and offer different and more content. We have locked details to share soon. So if you have not joined the MCC Insider Program, a link will be included. Fucking join it. It's free. If you want to see the future of MCC, get in there. For the love of God, just get in there. You have no you have no excuse to... You can't complain about MCC's current state of affairs if you don't join and you don't get into the test flight. That's what I'll say. Next up. I'm sorry. We have a lot of news to cover, Will. My apologies. Keep going. All right. Castle Wars is back within Halo 5. Go ahead and check it out. It's a great game mode. It's really fun. It's in there. Go play it. Next up. We have the community update over on HaloWaypoint.com, which talked about pretty much everything we've already talked about thus far in the news, but this is posted on May 10th, Grim Brother 1, HaloWaypoint.com. Go ahead and check out the article if you would like to. And uh, they talk about some Halo Wars 2 tournaments. We already talked about like the upcoming ones, but just to make everybody know, uh, make everybody aware, Team Respawn on May 7th, May 11th and May 13th, so those have taken place. May 25th, 27th, June 8th, June 10th. Um, These are qualifying tournaments to determine seeding in the Invitational, so be aware of that. Next up, we have the Banished, which is May 19th and June 2nd, and Breaking the Clutch, which is May 12th, which already took place, May 26th and June 9th. So go ahead and check that stuff out. Let's see. Let's see, May 17th, Griffball is going to come back. So, in just a few short days here, if you're interested in playing some Griffball with with some buddies, go ahead and get in on that fun. And it looks like Forge Hub is going to be having another contest for map creation within the Master Chief Collection, so that's pretty fucking exciting. Go ahead and check that out as well. And yeah, we'll be including everything else as well in there too, so go ahead and give that a read. Next up, Beachland 7. Is coming in as well. August 18th through the 25th in Tampa, Florida. Beachland is a week-long annual event which takes place in Indian Rocks Beach, Florida. It is the largest gathering of skilled Halo CE players in the world. All skill levels are welcome. A Halo 1 LAN. That's fucking exciting. I'm surprised they're doing a Halo 1 LAN. I'm surprised it's the 7th one. Yeah. I'm hoping that the Ogre Twins get over there. They were gods at Halo 1. I mean, I'm hoping all the fucking old pros get out there and just show their dominance. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. And I really hope this shit's streamed. Because I would love to cover this information. 
I'm going to put that on my calendar. August 18th through the 25th, Beachland 7. Link will be in the show notes. Check it out. And if you're in the Florida area or you're planning on traveling, fucking hit it up, man. That sounds awesome. Send us pictures if you go. Please. Next up. Calling all Halo players, streamers, and fans alike, Halo Bad Blood, the next original full-length novel set in the beloved Halo universe, is coming this June. So yes, more Halo lore coming at you. That's within the next three, four weeks here. Damn straight it is. And we also have um, the Master Chief story coming in September, if I'm not mistaken, which I'm super pumped about. Will, we like straight ripping. Yeah. yeah. Nemesis is on that squad. Yeah. Minnesota boy. Yeah. Represent. Hopefully you guys like straight ripping too. There's a sale going on in their store. A lot of their old logo stuff is up to 50% off right now. I love, uh, okay, this is going to sound really biased. I love the old logo a little, I, I like the old logo more than the new one. Maybe it's just because because of nostalgic reasons. That very well could be the case. But yeah, we'll include the link to the shop in the show notes. If you're interested in some old school straight ripping gear or some new stuff, because they have their 2018 line as well. The old stuff is on sale. Go ahead and give it a, sh- go ahead and give it a look-see, look-see. Will sent me an email about this one today. We included it in the show notes as well. Halo Wars 2 is getting a May balance update. This is posted by Postums over at HaloWaypoint.com. I'll include a link to it. There's a lot to go through. So if you're still playing some Halo Wars 2 matchmaking, go ahead and check that out. Got some updates coming along the way. Let's see. Will. Believe it or not. That actually does it for the news this week. Woo! That was that was a lengthy one. It was a lengthy one. We got to give it to him though, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Will. Yep. What do we got for some scrim recaps? All right. Lay it on Let's me. Let's get into it. Um, on Monday, May seventh, looks like Aerox faced off against Mocket Esports. Um, it was a two-two tie. Game one was capture the flag on truth, which was a 3-1 series going to, or 3-1 game going to mock it. Game two was Slayer on the rig, which was 50-41 to in favor of Aerox. Game three was Strongholds on Plaza with a 100-19 going to mock it. And game four was capture the flag on Coliseum, 2-1 Aerox. Very back and forth. Yes. And these are the two top teams that we're expecting in, in D1 for Europa Halo. And... Yeah, I mean, I guess it just goes to show them. Top one, two, right there. All right, next we had Invalid Red versus Team Viral. This was a six to five series that went to Invalid Red. Game one was Capture the Flag on Truth, which was a 3-0 going to Invalid. Game two was Slayer on Plaza, which was a 50 to 48 going to Team Viral. Very close game. Yes. Game three, Strongholds on the Rig, 195, going to Viral. Another close one. Jesus. Game four was Slayer on Regret, 50 to 40, going to Invalid. Game five, Capture the Flag on Coliseum, 3-2, going to Viral. Game six, Slayer on Truth, 50 to 49, going to Viral. (laughs) Holy shit. Game seven, Strongholds on Eden, 139, going to Viral. Game 8, Slayer on the Rig, 50-31, to going to Invalid Red. 
Game 9 was Capture the Flag on Fathom, which was a 3-1 series going to Invalid Red. Game 10 was Slayer on Coliseum, which was a 50-48 going to Invalid Red. And then Game 11 was Strongholds on Plaza, 100-64 going to Invalid Red. Every game won by Team Viral, except one of them, was incredibly close. Mm -hmm. Every game won by Invalid Red was not close at all. So, holy shit. So was... I would just say good job to good job to Viral for being able to close out those close games. Yeah. Because what we've seen in the um, North American pro scene is that a lot of these teams aren't able to close out these games when it gets to those close scores. Like, sometimes we see them crumble. So it, it just doesn't work out most of the time. So good job on Viral in order to close out these games. All right. Thursday, May 10th. Aerox went against Invalid Red. And it was a 3-1 series going to Aerox. So first game was Slayer on the Rig, which was 50-33 going to Aerox. Game 2 was Strongholds on Eden, 100-49 going to Aerox. Game 3 was Slayer on Plaza, 50-26 going to Aerox. Last game was Capture the Flag on Coliseum, which was a 3-2 going to Invalid Red. Now remember what we talked about last week? Because Invalid Red was top tier, right? Mm -hmm. Like they hadn't lost yet in D1. And... I think it was because they hadn't faced off against Mocket or they hadn't faced off against Aerox. Well, we see what happens in a scrim. Yeah. Aerox prove that they're like top one, too. So we'll see if Invalid are, are able to answer back when they face off against one another in an actual tournament. All right. Next, we had another. Is it, I'm sorry, not another, but a Aerox versus Team Viral matchup. Which was 3-2 going to Aerox. Game 1 was Capture the Flag on Truth, which was 3-1 to Aerox. Game 2 was Slayer on Plaza, which was 50-42 Aerox. Game 3 was Strongholds on Eden, 100-82 Aerox. Game 4, Capture the Flag on Coliseum, went to Team Viral 3-2. And Game 5 was Slayer on Regret, which was 50-43 Team Viral. Not much really to say about that one other than Team Viral, good job on keeping it pretty close with Aerox there. Yeah, I mean, in a five-game series, the game's over in three. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that they, the Team Viral had faced off against Invalid Red just earlier, and they lost that series 6-5, but still, being able to hold their own. They're right job there, it seems like. Yeah, yeah, it seems like it. So next, we had Invalid Red versus Team Viral, which was a 3-3 tie. Game one was Capture the Flag on Fathom, which was 3-2 Invalid Red. Game two, Slayer on Coliseum, 50 to. 42 Team Viral. Game 3 Strongholds on Plaza, 100-16 Invalid Red. Game 4 was Capture the Flag on Truth, which was 3-2 Invalid Red. Game 5 was Strongholds on the Rig, which is 100-61 Team Viral. Answering back. Game 6 was Slayer on Regret, which was 50-27 Team Viral. So there we go again. Team Viral going up against Invalid Red again in scrims, this time with a tie. So, they may not have been able to close out the win in that series, but still, being able to hold their own, really good to see. I don't understand how you keep losing your spot. <laughs> I clicked the button. What button did you click? The back button on my mouse. Leave me alone. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, next was Saturday, May 12th. Looks like Maka Esports faced off against Recknack. It was a 4-1 series in favor of Mocket. Game 1, Capture the Flag on Truth, 3-0 Mocket. Game 2, Slayer on Regret, 50-27 Mocket. 
Game 3, Strongholds on the Rig, 100-80, Recknack. Game 4, Slayer on Plaza, 50-35, Mocket. Game 5, Capture the Flag on Fathom was a 3-1 to Mocket. Not really much to say about there. I think Mocket proved they're yep. still top, so. Exactly. Good job to them on that. Um, Hold on, though. Let me see. Recknack won, won that Strongholds 180. Not bad at all. But the other games weren't close at all. So, unfortunately, it looked like Recknack weren't able to hold their own during that scrim. Unfortunate to see, but hopefully they can bounce back. Um, Is that going to do it for scrims? That's all we got. Next up, we got some tournaments. First and foremost, we had an Astro Spartans $1,500 Halo 5 2v2 tournament that took place over the weekend. First place was Heart of the Cards, consisting of Shotzi and Spartan. They took home $1,000. And second place went to Jelly Babies, which consisted of Trippy and Saiyan from Envy. They took home $500. I'll include a bracket link and a VOD link in the show notes. Go ahead and check it out. I like that name, Jelly Babies. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. It's good shit. Um, and then also, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was casted. The finals were casted. I forgot by who. I think Walshy was in there. I don't know for certain, but I think he was. I know Walshy was spectating at least. Okay. So. So either way, check out the VOD. It's there. Do it up. And then we also had a hot controversial topic here. We had a Halo Online Hardcore 4v4 Open Launch Tournament as well. First place went to Clockwork Costa. Second place went to Sponsor Us Let's Be Civil. I don't have the people who were on those teams. I apologize. But I do include a bracket, so you can go ahead and check that out as well. But that's really cool to see that there's still a driving community behind Halo Online. Because again, we talked about it. It's not down. You can no. play it. Yeah. It's still very much alive. There's still thousands of people playing it all the time. And it's cool to see tournaments ha- taking place. Good shit. I'm hoping that Microsoft took note of the six, not even the success, but the amount, um, like just how much the community enjoyed playing Halo on the PC. Yeah. And I hope they pursue that in the future. Well, I still think that Halo 6 will be... We'll, we'll talk about Halo 6 predictions on another show when it gets closer to E3, but I they have announced that all first-party games are going to be Play Anywhere titles, which means you can play them on the Xbox One mm-hmm. and on PC, same time. Well, I mean, like, the same day it releases, right? Halo 6 is a first-party game, therefore it should be a Play Anywhere title, therefore it should be on PC. But I, I get what people want with, like, a classic Halo experience on PC. I get that people want MCC on PC. I get that people want Halo Online to actually be able to be continue to function without any hindrance. So, that's that's where I'll just say that. We can get into this a little later, too, with what's happening with the new settings. Yes. So. Very true. Will, right. well, talk we, about these Europa Halo tournament results. Yeah, we had some uh, Europa Halo tournaments happen. Uh, Sunday, May 13th, Recknack uh, went out. Up against Team Quantum. The series went 4-0 to Recknack. Game 1 was Capture the Flag on Truth, which was a 3-0 game. Um, going to Recknack. Game 2 was Strongholds on Plaza. 100-0 Recknack. Game 3, Slayer on Regret. 50-29 Recknack. And Game 4, Capture the Flag on Kali, which was 3-1 Recknack. So they uh, they showed some dominance against Team Quantum. Therefore, that scrim against Mocket must have really, like... Hopefully boosted up their confidence. That was a, yeah. those first two games, three zero and a hundred zero. Jesus, domination. Yep. 
Next, we had Old Mates versus Invalid Red. The series was 4-1 to one in favor of Old Mates. Game 1 was Capture the Flag on Coliseum, which was 3-2 Old Mates. Game 2 was Slayer on Regret, 50-41 to 41 Invalid Red. Game 3, Strongholds on Plaza, 100-69 Old Mates. Game 4, Capture the Flag on Truth, 3-0 Old Mates. Game 5, Slayer on the Rig, 50-32 Old Mates. That's the first loss Invalid Red has received so far in the Champions League. Right there. And they have yet to face off against Mocket and Aerox. So we'll see what happens next. Interesting. We'll see if they're going to be able to bounce back from that. All right. And we had uh, Pro Battle League. Some uh, matches take place there as well. Um, Chicago United versus Columbus Origin. That was a 3-0 series. Uh, that went to Chicago. Game one was capture the flag on Coliseum, which was 3-2 Chicago. Game two was Slayer on Regret, which was 50-46 to Chicago. Game three, Strongholds on Eden, 100-83 Chicago. Um, looks like we don't have specific game result results for this one, but San Jose Edge faced off against Seattle Striker, and it was 3-0 in favor of San Jose. So good job, San Jose. Uh, looks like we did have Wisconsin Fury face off against the St. Louis Sentinels. That series was went three to one to, in favor of Wisconsin. Game one was Strongholds on Plaza, one hundred to eighty three Wisconsin. Game two, Slayer on Regret, fifty to forty three St. Louis. Game three was Capture the Flag on Truth, three one Wisconsin. Game four was Strongholds on Empire, one hundred to thirty nine Wisconsin. So Wisconsin continuing to show their dominance. Yeah, pretty good team. Yep, must be. Next, we had that Dallas Stampede squad we talked about earlier face off against the Houston Vipers. The series did go 3-1 to one in favor of Houston. Game 1 was a stronghold on Plaza. It was 198 Dallas. Game 2 was Slayer on Regret, 50-39 to 39 Houston. Game 3, Capture the Flag on Truth, 3-1 Houston. Game 4, Strongholds on Empire, 100-38 to 38 Houston. Looks like uh, LA Legion played a couple of games. Once again, once against San Jose Edge, 3-0 LA. And again against Portland Tempest, 3-0 LA. So LA winning some uh, winning some games there, not dropping any. I think LA is undefeated so far, if I'm not mistaken. So They might be the powerhouse. We'll they could keep be, an eye. Could be Wisconsin oh. as well from the Midwest. Yeah. We'll just have to wait and see. It's still early. It's still way early, for sure. This I'm, I'm excited. I'm no, excited is, for, to see what the what this comes out as. It's so good. It's so good to see these amateur players from all around the country. Yeah, like participating. And same thing with uh, Europa Halo as well. Yeah, it's so cool to see all these amateur players just come out and. I mean, we're gonna get into something else with that soon, and not so nice things. But I'm really happy to see all these people come out and all these tournament organizers get together and just. Get people to play more Halo. It's good shit. The only way things are going to change, the only way things are going to improve, is if we continue to play and we continue to provide our feedback. So, thank you guys for doing this. Yeah. Seriously. All right. The main topic for today's show is going to be the HCS 2018 settings update. If you guys don't know, um, first and foremost to talk about, we have a news article called Forge Map and Abilities by official HCS uh from May 11th, 2018, over at HaloWaypoint.com. If you guys don't know, um, StrongSide was hosting play sessions with pros and community members alike 
where you could test out the Forge maps that were being tested to be included in the HDS 2018 season, along with some of the settings that they were testing out as well. For all intents and purposes, the Forge maps have been chosen, and the abilities have been discussed, and there's a couple things that are being removed. So without further ado, I'm going to read this article in full. Will, we'll discuss it after the fact, and we'll go from there. Sound good? Bueno. Perfect. Last Friday, we released a blog detailing our plan to update the tournament settings for the next season of the Halo Championship series, which you can read here at the link provided. For this week of the settings update process, we had two main objectives to tackle, forge maps and continuing the exploration of removing the Spartan Charge and Ground Pound Spartan abilities. Overall, we've made great progress toward these two objectives, and we owe a thank you to everyone who joined us in the public playtests held by StrongSide each day. Your participation and feedback have been instrumental in shaping the decisions we made, and today we'd like to share an update on the outcome of those Forge Map and Spartan Ability playtests. Without further ado, let's dive in. Forge Maps We first want to offer a massive thank you to the amazing amazing Forgers that put together the incredible suite of maps we had the pleasure of playtesting this week. In addition to the seven maps we talked about in last week's update, we also playtested a few extra maps recommended by pros in the competitive community alike, including a couple remakes of the Halo 2 map, Sanctuary. While we wish we could add all of the maps we playtested, we had to narrow the field down as we could only fit a certain number of maps. After a week of thorough playtesting, we whittled down the pool to the two most viable candidates to officially add to the tournament rotation and move forward into the final polish phase. Ladies and gentlemen, the first map to be included in the HCS 2018 season is Fisher by Negative Zero. Right out of the gate, we knew this map was going to be a contender, and it was definitely a favorite amongst the players that joined us for the playtests. We think the map suits eight players very well, and is a great combination of open sightlines and distinct bases for teams to hold as power positions. In terms of modes, we think this map plays well for Oddball, but we're not quite ready to lock in which modes will be officially be played on, just yet, so it might expand to play on more modes. We need to ensure the entire map rotation for tournament play is the right overall balance of maps and modes without throwing too many in total at HCS competitors. Some of the feedback we heard was that players really enjoyed rotations around the map, the varied sightlines, the skillful jumps around the map, and more. Gameplay flow is absolutely crucial, but as we mentioned last week, it is also important that the frame rate is rock solid and the map is aesthetically pleasing for viewers at home to enjoy. This map shines aesthetically and has a solid overall frame rate, but we'll see improvements to frame rate and more over the next few weeks as we begin the final polish phase on Monday. So today, the day we're recording. We're really excited to have this Fisher join the official rotation, and you'll see it hit the HCS matchmaking playlist in the coming weeks. And ladies and gentlemen, the second map to be included in the HCS 2018 season is Echelon by Squally DeBeans. While we originally set our sights on just adding one map to the, fi- to the official rotation, we were hoping to be able to add another to really mix things up for players and fans alike. We're thrilled to welcome Echelon by Squally Demeans to the official rotation for the HCS 2018 season. Like Fisher, the map size is just right for 8 players, but in terms of gameplay, it offers something different. Traversing the map is very intuitive, which is key, but it also offers jumps, ledges, and routes for competitors to discover and master as the season progresses. Like Fisher, we're still locking down which modes will run on it officially, but we're currently looking at Strongholds and Oddball. Players who joined in on the playtests also told us they like the sightlines, the various routes that the map offers, as well as setups that the map supports for Oddball. 
Again, stable frame rate and aesthetic quality were important to us when we made the final decision, and we're pleased to say this map meets both criteria exceptionally well. This map will also be joining the matchmaking playlist in the coming weeks as we conduct final tests for polish. Ground Pound and Spartan Charge with the goal of slowing down gameplay a bit and reducing snowballing during tournament matches, we explored removing Spartan Charge and Ground Pound from the suite of Spartan abilities. After many internal discussions and playtests, we then decided to publicly test these change, uh, which started on Wednesday. Following those public playtests and further inter internal discussions, we've decided today to officially remove Spartan Charge and Ground Pound from HCS competitive play. Removing or tweaking abilities is a substantial change as this has a fundamental impact on gameplay and the decision is not something we take lightly. We'll be closely monitoring test gameplay and feedback regarding these changes throughout the remainder of the offseason while the settings update process continues and will continue to monitor once official tournament play begins in June. Oh, well I guess we get that information too. The next season starts in June. So next month. It's coming up quick. It is. One month from now. Oh, I'm fucking excited, dude. It's going to be so good. Let's go. We have Europa Halo, Pro Battle League, HCS, uh, HCS yeah. and then these mixtures of tournaments in between as well. Beautiful. This is fucking awesome. Oh, my God. This is a good time. Good time to be a Halo fan. Okay. We've also received questions about the other abilities within Halo 5 and the potential to tweak those as well. Overall, the HCS settings are seeing a dramatic overhaul compared to last season and exploring the removal of even more changes, especially something as fundamental as the remaining Spartan abilities, will require deeper exploration and extensive testing to ensure the outcome meets our goals. We want to also be cautious of making too many changes to core gameplay mechanics as there could be unintended consequences. What I mean by that is I think people don't want Sprint either, so... They want people, they want them to remove Sprint. Um, and the Thrust, for that reason too, but whatever. As we mentioned in the blog post last week, Halo 5 has seen a vast number of updates to add new content, fix bugs, and improve the overall experience of the game. Today, however, the reality is that the game development team is focused on the next Halo title, and given current resource constraints, we're unable to make major changes to abilities, test them internally, package it up, and release it to the world. With existing tools, the only major changes we can make would be to turn them off or on, like we're doing with Spartan Charge and Ground Pound. With much more testing planned for Forge maps, Oddball, and other tweaks on the way, further Spartan ability tweaks are just out of scope at this point in time. We believe both the addition of Forge maps and removal of Spartan Charge and Ground Pound are big steps towards resolving some of the reported issues that were present in previous seasons, like players using the, these abilities outside of their intended roles to traverse maps too quickly, escapability, as well as overall pacing. We're excited to continue the settings pro update process as we narrow down the maps for Oddball, as well as make improvements to maps like the Rig and Plaza. As a reminder, these changes are just isolated to the official HCS tournament play and the HCS playlist. If you're looking to participate in playtests, be sure to reach out to at StrongSide on Twitter and send a message to StrongSide on Xbox Live. Thank you again for your feedback and support, and as always, follow at HCS for the latest on Halo Esports. And listen to our show. <laughs> Shameless plug. In our own show. Yeah. <laughs> Great. No, um all right, let's let's talk about this a bit. Go ahead. So looking at the pictures from these maps, yes. it looks like there's edges for oddball to be dropped off the map. Yep. So Which I'm not excited about. No. Um It's gonna give I I don't think the pros will like it. I don't think the pros want oddball at all still. No. Um and again we're getting into that time frame now where June is just 
few weeks right away. Right around the corner. They're only going to give them a week or two to practice these maps before intima- impl- implementing them in league play again. They didn't kind of get behind the ball here again. Getting behind the odd ball. Oh, God. A pun from JK <laughs> Fire. Um, they don't come very often. No. They're only on this show. I fucking don't say them anywhere else. They're just on this show. But I agree with you. It's, it's bad that they're doing... They did the same thing when they implemented oddball the first time. Yes. At least... The first time they did it, they didn't tweak any settings. They no. just kind of put it in. Now yeah. they're at least looking at the settings that need to be changed for the game mode. I agree. But again, it's going to come out a little too late, I think, and pros are not going to be happy. I agree. I don't think pros want oddball at all. And we'll see... Like, we'll see more opinions coming out as these play tests emerge. Mm-hmm. So... Once these oddball changes take place, right, and they're actually in the HCS playlist, and the pros, community members alike, are constantly playing them, Twitter's going to flood with responses. And as soon as that happens, within the next couple weeks, I imagine, we'll have more to talk about on that subject. But yeah, I believe they don't want oddball still. Based off what I'm already seeing, it doesn't look like they do. So... I do hope it's fixed, though, because when when we originally talked about Oddball coming into HCS a long time ago, we said that we wanted to see it because we were sick and tired of these stale modes and these stale maps. So we finally got the map thing figured out. Yeah. We got Forge maps. It's exactly what we wanted. And for all intents and purposes, if Oddball is fixed, and I mean truly fucking fixed, that the maps are actually made for them, that Oddball actually works on these maps... I'm 100% for it because I'm it's CTF Slayer and Strongholds. That's all we got. Yeah. I would love to just have one extra thing in there. And if oddball is that, then oddball is that. I mean, it already is that they've already explained that it's going to be that. So, yeah, yeah. I think um, maybe the pros, if it's done right this time, maybe the pros will be more accepting of it. Of course. I bet they would be. Um, it just has uh, to work. Yeah, that's the thing. They just got to make it work. Um, I think removing Ground Pound and Spartan Charge is a step in the right direction um, based on... What pros want. What pros want. Maybe not all the pros either. No, but because the we, vocal... we talked about how um, Splice make their living on moving around the map with these abilities. Right. But as we all have also said, their shots are always on point no matter what. So they don't necessarily need them in order to perform at the level that they're performing at. No, but I think removing them gives more of a fair playing field. Sure. I can see that. So I think uh, it's especially with oddball coming back and these abilities getting removed. It'll take teams longer to get the ball off the map now. That's true. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Actually, that might not even necessarily... No, never mind. I lied. That's not even true at all. Because they usually sit on the outside of the maps with... You still have sprint. Yeah. You still have um, clamber. You still have thrust. You still have thrust. So you can thrust towards... Correct. you want to throw the ball. Jump Correct. and thrust. So I take back exactly what I said. You can still throw the ball off easily. We'll just have to see if these maps that are being made for this don't allow that to happen all the fucking time. I mean, what if you just put the invisible walls up on the side of the map? Yeah, I can see where you're coming from on that. I'm going to counter with this, though. Maybe I'm thinking too hard about it. Maybe it's not a big deal if they throw it off the map. Because Halo 3 
one of the biggest game type and game and map combinations that took place in the pro scene was oddball on guardian guardian is a completely open map with multiple different ways that you could get rid of the ball now the ball did spawn pretty quickly mm-hmm. so maybe i'm just thinking about it too much maybe them throwing it off the map isn't that big of a deal considering it happened so often in the halo three days maybe it just doesn't matter i don't know I, i'm gonna wait to see how they play i would i would say for a viewer yeah it might be annoying well, it's annoying to hear it all the fucking time. Ball dropped. Ball taken. Ball reset. Taken. But, ball reset. But like, yeah, if you're, if, I mean, for game flow, it kind of it breaks it up. It it's hard oh, for to sure. it's hard to like watch as a viewer because yeah, the ball's constantly being reset. It's getting to one side of the map, being reset. Right. Um. But no, if it's if the pros actually like it, if they do it right, sure. Which we're hoping so. Yeah, we're hoping that's exactly what happens. Um. But the removal of Spartan Charge and the removal of Ground Pound, yeah, I guess I'm technically happy to see it. They can still stabilize. They can still sprint. I am, I, I swear to God, I, okay, Halo 3 is my favorite multiplayer Halo of all time, right? Mm-hmm. I enjoy Halo 2, I enjoy Halo 1, I enjoy Halo 4, I enjoy Halo 5. I When they released the update to Reach to get rid of Bloom... And whatnot, I enjoyed Reach as well. Okay? But I can't go back and play those older Halo titles that don't have Sprint automatically enabled and not feel like it's not too slow. If that made any sense whatsoever. It feels too slow. The older games feel too slow. I like Sprint in Halo. Okay? I like Halo 5's implementation of Sprint within Halo. Where if you sprint, your shields don't recharge. I enjoy Halo 4's multiplayer. Yep, I'm one of those people. Okay? Is Halo 4 have a lot of unbalanced shit? Of course it does. Doesn't mean it's any less fun to play. In a competitive sense, yeah, it's not fun to play competitively. Because it's not a competitive game. And it failed at that. You could you could tell do, via its tournaments. But, in a casual sense, I thought Halo 4 was awesome. And I'm so glad it introduced Sprint as a basic ability that everybody had no matter what. Halo 5, they tweaked it, made it better. Yes, it's still there and I get people are upset about it, but the fact that your shields don't regen is great. It makes it so you can't get away all the time. You can still get away from a decent amount of gunfights and I see where people are upset about that. I understand. But I like the tweaks that they made to it. Now, yes, I wish they went a little bit further. In removing maybe a couple other things as well. But this is a step in the right direction. I mean, the next Halo 6 is more than likely going to come out next year anyway. So we don't have to worry about Halo 5 for the, for a long term anymore. But Spartan Charge? Dumbest thing since Armor Lock, in my opinion. And I fucking hate Armor Lock. If you guys don't know what Armor Lock is, it is an armor ability in Halo Reach... That made it so that you would thrust your fist into the ground and you would remain invincible for an extended period of time as long as you didn't move. Now, it would drain, of course, but you could be there for a good amount of time and nothing could happen to you. And it was annoying as all hell. And then you had the ground, you had the, uh, you had the armor lock melee people where you would get into a gunfight with somebody 
not know they have armor lock. You would go to melee them. They armor lock. They get out. They melee you. They go back into armor lock. They get out and melee you and they kill you. This happened all the time. Armor lock is shit. Spartan charge is that amount of shit. But I can't. Oh my god. Spartan charge is just dumb. And I'm I'm glad it's gone. It should never have existed. I get and, why it did. I don't think it should have. And from a competitive standpoint, if you're sprinting at your enemy like that and having to charge him, you're going to show up on the radar. Most likely there's going to be two people with eyes on you. It's just not usually the best thing to do strategic wise. Right. So why not just get rid of it? Right. I agree. And the fact that um, radar is gone, right? Like completely. I'm pretty sure radar is gone in competitive play. Fuck, am I really blanking out on this right no, now? It was gone for the world championship, wasn't it? No, radar was there, but you could walk. If you were sprinting, you should. Oh, fuck me. That's right. Okay. So, it would be nice if... Because I know they wanted people to get... They wanted them to get rid of radar for the longest fucking time, too. So, hopefully they're... Hopefully they do that. Um, But no, I like the change that they made for that. Where if you're sprinting, clambering, Spartan charging, shooting, ground pounding... Maybe stabilize as well. You would show up on radar, but if you walk, you don't. That's a cool change. Good change. Mm-hmm. Maybe they should just remove it for competitive play, but whatever. <laughs> um, but no, ground pound as well. I think... So, my problem with ground pound... I'm happy it's gone, okay? Let me get that out of the way. My problem with ground pound is that of how inconsistent it is. In my mind. Like, I would see times where, oh, that shouldn't work at all, and it did. And it's like, what the fuck? Okay. Or times where that should have worked and it didn't. So, it's... Yeah. And apparently there's a melee issue after you get out of a ground pound that a lot of the pros were complaining about. And that's another reason why this must have been removed. So, yeah. And I know that ghost melees are still an issue. That I don't mm-hmm. think they fixed. I, I've heard that heavy aim is still an issue as well, and I thought they patched that out, or they should have patched that out already. Um, no, yeah, it's heavy aim a psychological thing? Do you some, think it is? I think at times. I think the people that constantly start like pause and unpause their game, they're too. That is psychological because they're it. They're too much used to it now, mm-hmm. where they knew heavy aim was a problem back then, so they would always pause on pause. And now they're just constantly in that rhythm that, oh, if they die, maybe they had heavy aim, pause on pause, reset, right? Yeah. And for all we know, it still could be an issue. Apparently, a lot of people are saying it still is. So, I, I, yes, I agree with you. I think part of it is psychological, but apparently there is something still there. Because 343 has said it's gone. Right. That they have patched it out. True. So, Very true. I'm kind of curious at what's what's happening with that whole situation. If there is there something underlying there that is actually causing it, or is it just players being used to it? Because there's times yeah. where I feel like I'm slow, but then I realized, no, it's just my mind. I'm moving slow. I'm not reacting as fast as I could be. I need to get my shit in place and right. start playing right. to my abilities. Um, I would like an official <laughs> statement from 343 on it. Yeah. Like a, a 2018 statement on it. Maybe before the competitive season starts to say, no, we this is a thing that is gone. You don't need to worry about it anymore. We're working on A, B, and C now. 
right? Yeah. Like this ghost melee and blah, 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 blah. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. I don't think we're going to get an official statement from them because we're so far into this, but. But it would be nice. It would be really nice. Um, Will, is there anything else you want to talk about with this news article before we move on? I'm glad to see Ground Pound and Spartan Charge gone from a competitive play. We'll have to see what changes um, teams make to their um, strategic um, yeah. play to each map um, because maybe they won't be able to get in certain areas mm-hmm. as easily bef- as they were before. Maybe that changes some starting strategy. We'll see. I think it's going to be interesting. It's going to. I like the change. I like that it's going to affect the teams and make them play differently. And these new maps will uh, do that as well. Um, they're going to have to learn some new strategy, come up with their own, and um, maybe it'll help some other teams burst into the scene a little bit more, be more dominant than they were, is um, if they can learn these maps better than some of the other teams that have been on top. If so. at le- yeah, if at least for this next year. Yeah. So. I mean, and another thing, kudos to 343, and like, I, you guys get a lot of shit, I get it, we all understand, but good on you guys for doing what the pros want, especially with a game that's almost out the door, right? Yeah, they're, they're still going back and tweaking this, even though they've said exactly. most of their team is um, focused on the next Halo title. Right, they didn't have to do this at all. Now, I know that people would say in like as a rebuttal to that, well, if they didn't do anything, then we just won't play anymore and it's going to die. But at the same time, you got to commend them for listening to you guys and wanting to be able to change this for you and listen to the community when it doesn't seem like they do all the time and be able to provide something for you to continue to allow you to play the game the way you want to play it. Now, I know not everything's the way you want it for some people. I get it. But baby steps right and maybe halo 6 is going to be some all fucking loving amazing piece of art we'll just have to wait and see i'm gonna like it no matter what because i'm fucking biased asshole likes too much halo shit but hopefully it's really good competitive wise because that's what we live for you know um i was gonna say one other thing oh yes so they said that the competitive season for 2018 starts in june which means we probably have a couple more weeks before the final settings are in place and the new playlist has been updated, so on and so forth, to have these changes. What we're going to do, what Will and I are going to do is, within the next couple weeks, we're going to compile a list of pro Halo streamers. And we'll include a list in a next couple weeks episode show notes, so that way everybody can see about those changes in their playstyles. To see how they change and adapt to these new changes, right? There we go. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do. I know I've been Nemesis. Got to get back to Halo, man. He's been on Fortnite. Everybody's been on fucking Fortnite. I know. Fortnite's taken over the world, man. Right. And I respect it. Yeah, sure. But. I, I play a decent amount of it. Yeah. But it's reached a level like even I'm just blow my mind. See, I just suck at PC competitive shooters. I mean, besides Overwatch. I'm not bad at Overwatch, but like PUBG, Fortnite, CSGO, I can't fucking hold my own. No way. All right. I got my PC about a year ago. Yeah. And I sucked too. And I just grinded the shit out of some PUBG, like 500, 600 hours into Jesus it now. Jesus Christ. And I'm I'm still like, I'm still crap, but. No, you're not crap. I feel okay at Good. PC shooters now. 
You just got to put in that time. Just like just like being good at Halo, you putting in that time. Josh you get is, better. You get better. Yeah. yeah. It's frustrating when you're when you're not good and you're facing these other people, but just keep grinding. Just like Halo, just keep grinding. Hell yeah. That's what it's all about. Do it up. All right. So, that's going to do it for the main topic of the show. Next up, we have our shout-out segment. Europa Halo. I just want to give a big shout-out to you, okay? For keeping it real with the community. So, like I said, this wasn't going to be a real nice thing that we're going to be talking about because people are fucking assholes. I don't know if you knew this, but the internet is filled with people who are assholes. It's true, ladies and gentlemen. Europa Halo put out a tweet. I'm just going to read the thread here. So this was on May 9th. Again, Europa Halo, and I quote, It's been bugging me. I make cups and leagues for a community that is nothing in between seasons and bring in Halo Data Hive to give a professional experience to amateur teams. Teams either then drop out, don't turn up, or tell me to fuck off, giving me abuse or uh, split over silly drama. This is my final ever event as a result. The league will continue as normal. I have decided my free time isn't worth the pain of of all that after this league is over. To credit some of the teams, I share your frustration at teams dropping out or not turning up. It's not fair on you. I have not appreciated certain teams questioning the professionalism while still trying to deny the growth of EU Halo, as well as teams asking me to bend rules or giving me abuse because they couldn't follow a rule. So, that... And the next part of this, as a solution to the issues in in, uh, D2, we'll be allowing automatic promotion to D1 to teams that finish first to third with a promotion playoff to the teams in fourth in both uh, Division 2A and Division 2B. Champions bracket will also be a double elimination bracket with seeding based on league placing. So, let me just say this real quick. To every team, to every player within the Europa Halo Champions League who is being a little bitch, shut up. Grow the fuck up and move on. Okay? You guys are playing a competitive fucking video game. Nothing is given to you for free. You don't deserve handouts. If you're going to be a little bitch and be pissed about this whole thing, then leave. They don't need you. They don't want you. We don't need you, and we don't want you. Every week, we try to gather these results so we can explain it to our listeners what's going around, what's going on around the world of competitive Halo. This is not what I want to see. At all. Now I get it. Will and I are only two guys. Okay? We can't cause massive change. But I can bring to the attention that people are assholes. Europa Halo... Halo Data Hive, anybody else that's affected by this, you guys don't deserve any of this shit. Okay? You guys deserve the utmost respect for everything that you guys do within the community. And the fact that shade's being thrown your way, that's unbelievably bad. It should never have to happen. So, I don't know these people, but I am going to say that I'm sorry this has happened. You don't deserve it. And here's hoping that everybody can bounce back better and stronger as well. Europa Halo, I think you've done everything. I think you're doing everything professionally. And I think the changes that you're making is great as well. I don't want to see you leave. 
and I hope you do decide to continue on moving forward after this season is complete. Something else that was said, Batchford put out a tweet as well. This is on May 9th as well. The fact that there has been so many match disputes and rudeness towards at Europa Halo is honestly quite appalling. It's not hard to turn up and play some matches of Halo and also be nice to the admins running the league. Quite a sad state of affairs. Took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, that really sums it up. Don't be a fucking asshole. Come on. Be better. It's a video game. And you're paying to be in the league. Don't piss your money away. Be a nice person. Play your game. And then do whatever you need to do after the fact. Just, oh, I'm sorry to leave a sour note on that, but Europa, Europa Halo, know that we're with you. Halo Data Hive, know that we're with you. Everybody else that's nice and decent and kind and respectful in this community, we're with you. Because that's isn't that what you want in a community? Yes. I mean, why why do people have to be so negative, not show up for matches, be rude to the administrator of a league who put this all together for you? I mean, right. where are you without them? Like, right. I just, I don't understand it. It's, uh, it's horrible to see. I hate it, it is. I hate it. It really is. And I get the internet is filled with toxic people, but it doesn't, like, I don't mean to preach to the choir right now, but in all honesty, it doesn't need to happen. It really doesn't. If you want to voice your opinion, there are outlets for you to voice your constructed opinion on, okay? In a concise manner, in a nice manner, in a non-toxic manner. There are plenty of forums, there's Twitter, there's Facebook. You can you can do whatever you need to do to get your opinion out there in a concise, constructive manner, okay? The fact that these outlets aren't being used for that, they are for a lot of for a lot of people they are in a respectful manner. But there are these, there are those just few bad eggs that just ruin fucking everything. Don't be one of those people. Because if you are, we look down on you. Think about that. Will and Josh are looking down on you right now if you're one of those toxic little bitches. Alright? And I know it means so much to you right now that we're looking down on you. It doesn't mean shit to you. But whatever. No, it's the fact that you can, you can get things done by being a decent human being too. Yes! You can get more done by being a decent human being. I agree. Yeah. So and we're going to leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to you, Europa Halo, for keeping it real and being fucking amazing. All right? Good. Community creations this week. Going to keep it short and sweet. It's the two Forge maps that are included in the HCS 2018 season. We have Fisher by negative zero and Echelon by Squally to Beans. Links will be included in the show notes as well. Will... Plug the show, please. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HCS Pro Talk on iTunes. Leave us a review and let others know about the show. You can find us on Google Play, Stitcher, and others, but no Spotify. Yet. Yet. Spartan Company. Link will be included in the show notes. Join the HCS Pro Talk Spartan Company if you are interested. You can find us on Twitter at HCS Pro Talk. You can find us on Instagram at HCS Pro Talk. Also on Facebook at Facebook.com slash HCS Pro Talk. On YouTube at YouTube.com slash HCS Pro Talk. And also on Twitch at Twitch.tv slash HCS Pro Talk. Community play date coming soon. 
Yes, we both have busy weekend schedules, but we are working it out. Yes, we are working it out. It will happen. We will play the Forge maps. We will play matchmaking together. It's going to be a great time. I've been getting tweets from you guys. I see it. We're going to get it fucking happen. It's going to be great. Super excited. Will, what's going to happen next episode? We Will we have Roster Mania for the Pro Battle League? We will see. Um, we'll talk about my adventures within the Halo-verse. Did I complete Halo 2? Will, will you? I don't know. We'll see. Um, we, we'll, of course, we'll talk about the news. Hopefully, we'll get some more HCS information, Halo 6 speculations, and then uh, get some MCC update information as well. That'd be great. We'll have some scrim recaps, tournament recaps, and of course, our shoutouts and community creation sections. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 20. Yes, 20 of HCS Pro Talk. Again, I'm sorry for the amount of reading. It was a lot. It was a handful. And sorry I got a little bit heated there at the end. But you know what? I'm so damn passionate about this. People don't need to be jerkwads about it. Okay? <laughs> okay? Guys, we'll get the community play day going soon. I promise. Will's going to edit out some crap that happened during this show. Put in some sound bites. It's going to be great. I hope you guys enjoy them. Tune in for more sound bites next week. But again, that's going to do it. Thank you very much for listening. We love you. We'll catch you next week. But until then, bye bye